Welcome to the Spiritually Me podcast that helps you connect with that beautiful and eternal being within you. Whether you're new to spirituality or a seasoned practitioner, this is the show for you. As someone who has struggled with my inner voice and felt unsure of how to live a life that aligns with my soul, I know how confusing it can be. That's why I created this podcast, to help others find the clarity, peace, and purpose that I have found in my own journey. So if you're craving guidance, support on your journey towards spiritual awakening and divine connection, tune into this podcast for your weekly dose of inspiration. I'm Dulce Candy, your Latina sister, and this is Spiritually Me. Hey, what's up, ladies? How's it going? And everybody else watching this podcast video, I am really excited because today we are doing an Hola Dulce segment, so I will be answering several of your questions that came in through my dms on instagram and before we get started with today's episode i would really appreciate it if you guys rate the podcast on apple podcasts and also leave a review this is really helping grow the podcast and for it to get discovered a lot more so it's just a way of saying thank you to me if you are really enjoying the podcast because i'm truly enjoying all of the conversations that we're having and just the unfoldment of the creativity, the interviews, and everything else that we have coming up. So I just want to say thank you in advance for all of you guys who have been rating the podcast and leaving a review also. So one of the main questions that I got asked a lot on Instagram is just an update on my antidepressants. I'm not going to make it super long because I don't have a lot of updates that I have to share, but I just want to share just a few things that have been really changing in my life now that I've been on antidepressants. My view definitely has changed a lot um, because I used to be someone who said I never wanted to depend on pills, but honestly, I don't even feel like I'm depending on something to be happy. Um, it's just a part of my routine now, and I've been taking antidepressants, specifically Lexapro, for uh, close to one full month now, and I take it at night right before I go to sleep um, around 7 p.m. and everything else is pretty much normal. I don't, there's only one side effect that I experience. Everything else, I just feel very level, uh, leveled with my emotions. Um, I don't feel like I'm battling my mind or my thoughts. I don't feel like this this um, this sadness or this hopelessness for no reason. I feel so just just healthy, mentally healthy, and I've never really felt this way before. So my medication has been life-changing. Um, I wake up in the morning with the biggest smile on my face because I'm just naturally happy and grateful for everything that I have in my life. And prior to being on medication, I had this dark cloud over me. And so I used to wake up with more of a serious demeanor. Um, I was not like with this overtly happy, like just happy to be alive and grateful for everything that I had in my life. So that's a big difference is that I wake up just happy. Um, my home is a very healthy, happy home and my emotions have a lot to do with that. So I am super happy to be on my medication. I am not ashamed. I talk about it because I feel like the reason that I was so anti antidepressants was because of the negative stigma and connotation behind medications and feeling like you need to depend on a pill to be happy, but I don't feel like that at all. I don't have any side effects aside from the fact that my 
libido is almost non-existent. So my doctor did tell me that that's something that's going to come back with time. But um, someone also commented that they were not as open to being on antidepressants because it affected their marriage and their sex life. My husband is completely supportive of that. He prioritizes my mental health over like our sexual relationship and uh, we've talked about it, you know, and I feel like in a healthy relationship, I feel like that's so important to have the full support of your your husband you know, or your boyfriend or your significant other. But yeah, my doctor said that's something that we are going to work on um, and uh, it's something that naturally just comes back to you because the big reason why your sex drive is also could be very low can be because of your mental illness or mental disharmonies, however you want to call it, you know? So yeah, that is pretty much the update in regards to that. And the next question that I got is, what three books did you read starting your spiritual journey that changed your life? I don't have like top three books. I have like so many different books. But my number one advice when it comes to starting a spiritual journey or you just want to expand your awareness and your knowledge outside of maybe a dominant religion that you grew up in. The place that I am in my life right now is just about learning about all of the religions because I want to see why people believe what they believe and I respect it and that's I feel like something so important is to respect what other people believe in and not push what you believe in because I understand how passionate someone can be believing that their way is the only way. I can understand that because I've been in that position before. But I've also been in the position where it doesn't feel good when someone is pushing and not respecting what you believe in and um, really pushing what they believe onto you and projecting everything that they believe onto you. I also know what that feels like and it doesn't feel good. So for me, I started exploring everything, right? And I feel like that is so important to grow spiritually healthy is to have a viewpoint so you can also empathize with the way that other people perceive the world and see, oh, I I see why you believe the way that you believe that. You know, I think that's so important. So I started just recently actually studying the Bible because my husband and I joined a Christian church and that really, um, they read a lot of scriptures and I saw the passion and the love that people have for Christianity and the Bible and the stories and how they correlate with actual life experiences and the life lessons. And I just want to learn and explore as much as I can. And that's the journey that I'm on right now. Aside from studying and learning the Bible, um, I also study Hinduism and I have been reading also many different books like the Bhagavad Gita, the Upanishads. That's a really great book to start to read. And the thing is that it really does allow you to see the world in such a different way. And the number one correlation that I've made when I've been studying different religions is that they all have this one underlying message. They're just said differently and expressed in many different, uh, in, in different terms and viewed differently, but they all kind of have like the same underlying 
um, message is just that they have different ways of expressing that one truth, right? Like, for example, like when I do open up about studying the Bhagavad Gita and the Upanishads and the Vedas, the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali is also a really great book to start reading to just kind of expand your awareness. Um, those are really great books to begin with. Um, a lot of people always ask me, what God are you praying to? And I mean, I think there's only one force, one God, you know what I mean? It's just that um, some religions also have like archetypes or they have legends and stories that they use in order to express their divine messages in their own scriptures, you know, their stories. Another way that I started to explore my spirituality is just the concept of the word God, you know, because the word God is very um, masculine driven, especially uh, for me growing up Catholic, everyone who had dominance over the congregation or the community was a man or a male. And even God has been portrayed as a man. Uh, But for me, the way that I've come to believe is that, of course, God is not a person and it transcends male or female. So exploring the feminine face of God, you know, even having the conversation with um, some people about how would it feel to call God a she for your own personal, personal relationship, you know, not saying that God is a woman, even though there is a book that, that I have in here. Um, actually, it's not in this collection, but it's called God is a Woman. So exploring that, um, the feminine face of God, the unfolding of the sacred in women, uh, women's spirituality, uh, spirituality of Mother Earth. You know, The Great Cosmic Mother is also a really great book to read. Um, It really gives you a different sense of the history of spirituality. Oh, this is a really great question. What makes you feel sexy? Is it important for you to feel sexy? I am struggling with my sexy sexy. (laughs) I mean, I definitely go through periods where I don't feel sexy. um, And there's definitely moments where I do. I wouldn't say that I feel sexy all the time. I feel like there's some women who just exude like sexy, like they're like when you look at them, you're like, oh, you are just sexy. You know, like that's a word I would use to, to describe some women, like just sexy. I think the beautiful thing about getting older, and I'm 35 now, is that you you start to become so comfortable with your sex appeal. I mean, there's several things that make me feel sexy. On a external level, for me personally, if I have a mani and a pedi, have smooth skin, lotioned up, I have lingerie, those kind of things actually do make me feel really sexy. But on a deeper level, Something that makes me feel sexy is dancing alone in my bedroom to something a little bit more sensual. That's something that really allows me to connect with my body and myself and the way that I love my own body and the way that it looks and the way that it feels. I feel like as women, that's so important for us to love on ourselves. And definitely the moments where I don't feel sexy is when I'm like, bloated, if I ate too much, if I haven't had a mani or a pedi, if I just kind of been like in mom mode, in sweats, and just like not looking my best, um, I definitely don't feel sexy. Even if I am like wearing something casual like this, I feel like lingerie is just one of those things that I don't wear often. So when I do, it definitely allows me to tap into my, my sexy. And it makes me feel a lot more confident, especially Um, around my man. 
But yeah, I also think it's something that comes with age. Um, I do feel like it's more of a state of mind because yeah, it's not really about like mani-pedi and all lingerie and all of these things. I definitely do think it's more of a state of mind, but those external things definitely make me feel more just put together and um, for me personally, just feeling very feminine and um, soft in a way also makes me feel very sexy. But again, that's something that um, sexy, I think, is something that it's not one particular meaning. I think it just changes for different people and people view it um, completely different. You know, hair on a body can also be very sexy for some women um, because it just feels very natural and just um just feminine also you know so i think it depends on the woman but i think the most important thing for me is just being able to connect and love on my own body like being in my body and just connecting with movement and all of those things um is just something that really helps out a lot one of the last few questions that i wanted to answer in today's podcast episode is about any tips on growing on a new job position And that's a really great question. I think one of the number one things that I would say when it comes to growing in a new job, and I have experience with this also because um, I fully embrace now being a meditation teacher and uh, growing in my spirituality and actually sharing that publicly and growing that also as a business um, because I felt like for a while I was fluctuating between all of my different passions and I still wanted to hold on to the old version of me because the old version of me felt very safe and everything but I have so much faith and so much trust in a higher power and I decided that it's time to fully embrace this new path. And something really interesting that happened is that, um, because I've been wanting to talk about rejection also, is that um, a lot of doors tend to close on you where you previously had favor because that path is no longer meant for you. So that is something very powerful to kind of notice and acknowledge is our doors constantly being closed on you? Are you constantly losing on opportunities and facing rejection when you previously had a lot of favor in that field? That could be a sign that you are no longer in the path that was meant for you and you have diverted and maybe you're going towards something that just feels safe and something that you're used to, but you really have outgrown that situation. So facing a lot of rejection has been a huge blessing, and we can talk about this in another podcast episode, but the number one thing for the growth in a new field, in a new job, in a new career, is definitely becoming the expert in that field. I feel like Because we have so many passions, we don't know where to focus our energy. And the way that we're going to experience the most growth is by becoming an expert, the person who is sought after in that specific field. So something that I started doing that you can do to become an expert is to always continue learning about that subject. Never become satisfied with what you know. Always make it a part of your daily routine and daily habits to read a book on on that subject. And something that I do is actually on Google, I'll set up notifications for a keyword that I'm interested in learning and developing in um, my knowledge on. And I always get emails on that specific subject every single time there's a new article on the internet a new book a new podcast a new youtube video gets talked about with that subject in mind and spending time 
researching, taking notes, listening to those articles and everything is a really great way for you to stand out among your peers in this new job and continue to grow and um, expand your career. Anyways, so that is pretty much it for today's podcast episode. Again, ladies, I would really appreciate it if you guys take the time to subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube channel, and please leave a review and let me know what your thoughts are on today's podcast episode. If you're listening to this and watching it on Spotify, I also have a question down below, and I would really love for you guys to take a moment to answer it, and I'm really looking forward to reading all of your responses again I just want to say thank you all so much for tuning in I really appreciate it and it means a lot to me that you chose to listen to the spiritually me podcast so thank you for watching and listening have a blessed and beautiful day and I can't wait to talk to you guys pretty soon